Rush. Rush. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of We Speak English Good Podcast. Today's guest is Mr. Filet Mignon. Uh, Mr. Filet Mignon, oh, I'm just going to refer to him as Mr. Filet Mignon from now on. <laughs> I met Mr. Filet Mignon at Toledo's Got Talent. He is a rapper, and uh, he runs with DJ Press Play, who you guys have met. You guys know him, and if you haven't met him, you should go check it out, DJ Press Play. I don't remember what episode it is. I think it's like 193 or something. I don't know. You'll have to go look. <laughs> Anyways, um, Filet Mignon was a fellow contestant in Toledo's Got Talent, and he actually won the entire contest. So um, I thought I'd have him on the show. So this is us chatting about all of that and more. And and uh, so stick around for all of that. But first, go to randommystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and check out the new album, 1018. I had the honor of penning a couple of the songs alongside my beautiful wife, and we're super proud of that EP, and we think you guys will like it too. So go check it out at the website. And uh, while you're there, you can check out the Experience tab and see where Raina and I are playing around northwest ohio southeast michigan and wherever you know all over the country sometimes i don't know <laughs> just go and check it out the experience thing and uh, you can find out where we're playing you can get physical copies at any of our shows or through the website and you can stream the album and on, on spotify and all that shit so you can also go to we speak english good.net check out the website uh, it's newly redesigned by my wife right now so <laughs> that's much appreciated she uh she does a lot for this show so show her some love um what where were we shit oh yeah uh <laughs> you can follow me on instagram at we speak english good uh or on facebook by the same name you can write the show at we speak english good uh at gmail.com let us know what you're thinking and how you're doing Anyways, that's it for now. I do want to say one thing before I uh, go over to uh, Mr. Filet Mignon. Um, next week is the 200th episode, and uh, I'm super pumped about it, and I hope you guys are too. This is episode 199 with uh, Mr. Filet Mignon here, and uh, so next week will be the big 200, and that's pretty interesting to, to, to think about. For me, anyways. Uh, I don't know if it's interesting for you to think about, but that's okay. Uh, anyways, I'll talk a little bit more about that on the flip side here. But for now, let's get on over to my pal, Mr. Filet Mignon. Why did you do that to me, Philip? <laughs> Damn it. You Damn it, Phil. I needed that $5,000, motherfucker. <laughs> Filet mignon. Uh, so, so this episode is brought to you by Voss Water, <laughs> which brings our guest, Filet mignon, who is a rapper, banker, 
uh entrepreneur i know are you an entrepreneur i don't know i mean music is an entrepreneur. music yeah music okay. is as far as an entrepreneur as i go okay yeah, fair enough. as far as that um okay so this episode is not brought to you by voss water although i am drinking voss water but i i decided that we, we're gonna start off with an interesting tidbit that filet here was telling me before we got started so so could you could you tell me about what we were just talking about with voss yeah so my buddy uh Chris, aka DJ Press Play, which you guys know, and uh, one day he texted us, and it was me and uh, a couple other buddies that are on his on his label, and he said, "You guys aren't gonna believe this," and we're like, "What?" He he said, "So Voss Water kind of wants wants to sponsor us," and I said, "How is that?" He goes, "Well, somehow somebody at Voss somehow heard Phil's album, The Menu." And he's digging it and was, like, talking to us and this and that. I was like, is this, like, serious? He's he's like, well, just, like, for random for random events. I was like, even if it's just free water, like, that's dope. <laughs> like, I'm all about right. that. Right, because I like to stay hella hydrated. I don't know about you. But oh, yeah, I'm, you got to stay hydrated. hydrated. I'm a very hydrated human being. And I'm uh, trying to get into better shape. Okay. And found out like how important it is just to drink the amount of water even just every oh, day yeah yeah so what, it's like i'm trying to get better at that what prompted you like to start getting in shape honestly or? it's like just kind of hit and miss like m- my wife's in the healthcare field mm-hmm. so she's always kind of like you need to drink li- more water yeah, ju- put down the she, pop well, she didn't even really say that because i never drink pop okay. i really don't like if i drink something it's water there's just days when i just realize like I only drank two bottles of water today. Just, like, not really thinking about it. Yeah. Is is that how you function? Do you just, like, get into a mode and you're just, like... Kind of. Just, like, get into a habit. You get into a habit and it's just, like, it doesn't happen. Uh, I I guess what I was referring to is, like, do you get in, like, when you're in, like, a work mode or or whatever, do you just, like, like, your your bodily functions stop, cease to matter. And And only what you're... you're yeah, exactly. Yep. Whatever you're focusing on is whatever is it. Yeah. So that so you'll get in those modes where you're just like you're just working, just or, trying to get it done, and yep. then, and then be like, oh shit, I haven't eaten and I'm dehydrated and I probably need to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, I get that. I get that a lot. Like with just uh, with like like recording music mm-hmm. with the um, like when you. You're in a flow state, I guess they'll call it flow state. That's okay. kind of what that is. Is uh, they refer to that as just being in a moment where you're just hyper aware of whatever you're working on. You know, like you're just hyper focused. Mm-hmm. I guess hyper focused is the better word yeah, on whatever you're doing. And everything else is just exterior. Like everything else is just sort of bouncing off. You right, and you're just sort of. But I, I mean, I I don't way. mind being in, like in that mode. No, me neither. Because it's. It's productive. Exactly. It's a productive mode to be in. But then, like, when you finally finish what you're working on, you stop. You're like, oh, man, I got to <laughs> I gotta do something. Right. I'm going to fucking die. Like, yeah, I need right. to, like, walk around and breathe some fresh air and drink some water. Some, something. Some right. Voss water. <laughs> <laughs> so how many uh, times have you guys called on Voss to... to I think I think it was, it's only been, like, two shows so far okay, because, okay. It's, because it's, like bigger shows right. that we've performed for gotcha. like opening for bigger acts so i know that one was for uh toledo hip-hop fest i which i think was i think this one was the one that was uh we were opening for project pat 
Okay. And so, yeah. yeah, he ended up not showing up that night. But I mean, <laughs> we still got we still we still got the water for it. <laughs> still got the water. Yeah. So we got the water for a couple of those shows, and they even gave us like some like glass bottles Ooh. that they usually don't yeah that you don't see everywhere so no you're right i still have that in the fridge i haven't opened it oh, <laughs> I, told, that, I, I said i'm not opening that is that like a, a like a trophy of some yeah. kind okay yeah, it's okay. just kind of a cool thing just to look at me like we got that we earned that we with music that. motherfucker yeah. <laughs> when music got us this swedish water motherfucker but i i like that you pointed out that like because this is plastic Right, and like, cause my wife—it's not like a big deal. It's just like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, it is. That was well. That was one of the selling points when it first came out, right? It was like this uh, high-end water where uh-huh. you pay like three dollars for this glass bottle of fucking you know sink right. water. I mean, I I don't know if it comes <laughs> exactly. from exactly. I'm not trying to shit on Voss. Okay, I'm not trying to fuck up your your Dude, uh, no. your sponsorship here. I don't buy it. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. The last time I had it. Was at that show. <laughs> yeah, and you know what's funny? This is just water I filled up out of my refrigerator. So right, like, it's this like is just a container at this point. My wife is in college. We have to pay rent. That stuff is expensive. Yeah. So you gotta ball on a budget every way that you can. Absolutely, and and I don't. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like no. nothing, like because you'll see that with uh, like even people with like immense wealth, they'll still right. be cutting corners. Right. And, and and that's fine. It's like that's how you retain wealth. You know? Yeah. And or, or build wealth. So it's 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 not a bad thing to not like go buy your dinner every night at like a restaurant or you know, yeah. like to stay home and you cook and, and, and get into you know I, right. I like cooking anyways. Do you yeah. like cooking? Cooking's fun. Yeah. I like I do enjoy it. Yeah. I do enjoy it What's a lot. What's your dish? Honestly, I don't do it a lot. Okay. Because like my so wife my eggs. wife likes cooking too. Okay. I am good with scrambled <laughs> eggs. I'm not I'm not gonna not that it's hard. No, not no, that no, it's no. hard. I'm just with you. But um I don't know. Like I'm really open to trying anything. Yeah. Like it like if my wife one day was just like, Hey, make this. Yeah. And like even if I haven't like I'm down with it. Like yeah. I kinda get excited just because of like I've never done this before, yeah. but it's like I'm excited to see what it turns out like because it's the same thing with music yeah. as kind of almost with food because when you start, you have nothing. Right. But then when you finish, you see the finished product exactly. like, this is cool. Right. And you like, did that. Right. And you get to consume it too. Yeah, you exactly. Get to, you get to consume both. It's like you consume it musically or sonically and, you know, physically. Yeah. You got it. So I didn't, I didn't need to explain I'm. I do like I do like cooking. You do like yeah. you do like yeah. So like you like if your wife was like yeah, I feel like chicken cordon bleu. Yeah, I'd be like I'd be like, well, I don't have a recipe, but if we got the ingredients, yeah, well, then I'll do it. Yeah, girl. yeah. I'm all about that. Yeah, yeah. So tell me, man, like, uh, what do you have like a lineage of music in your family at all? Honestly, no, no, no. I was like the first person to kind of like get into it. Yeah, and the thing with me, like. The reason I kind of went like the more I don't know, artistic route, if you want to go like mm-hmm. that, like music and because I write poetry, too. Yeah. It's just like I kind of used it because with like my handicap, mm-hmm. just because I wanted a way to vent and get my like thoughts out and things like that. Yeah. Because there's so many things that just irritated me, like growing up with like how some people would talk about me and things like that, especially if it was behind my back and that would just get me heated and a lot of times i i don't say the things that are on my mind so mm-hmm. i have to i have to get it out somehow and so that's a big part how i got into like music and poetry and things like that is just letting this stuff vent like that because um in my family 
I have four older brothers, oh, and yeah. and my dad, and my older brothers, like for the most part, all but one are in like construction type stuff. So okay. like so like uh, pipe fitting and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like I would have liked to be able to do that, but just physically, it's not it's right. not in the cards. Yeah. yeah so yeah. just kind of add like go go around it, and so. I went to school to go into like radio and things like that. Oh, and, sweet. And so I was in radio for a couple of years and just didn't wasn't was wasn't it what I expected it to be like. Well, talk so, about talk about what what the experience was. So I mean, it was fun and things like that, but I just felt like I don't know. There's just Well, what what were you doing? Who were you working for? Oh, well, uh, it was a radio station in Toledo mm-hmm. and I, w- I was doing like production and okay. things like that. And so it it just did. I mean, what about radio? Did you not like? What just, about what you were doing? Did you not like? Just like, I don't know. As small as small as it seems, like just the money. It's like I was work <laughs> out. I, I was working there for two years, and yeah. it's like I worked, I worked full time yes. for more than half of it, and it's like. I never got a pay increase, which I get that sometimes you're not able to, but it's yeah. like no pay increase no benefits and it's just like when i'm married and things like that especially like especially when i'm married like the benefits thing it's like it's a whole different it's a whole different ball game so it's like you have to start thinking about the best avenue for your whole family and so that was kind of like my bigger route into like just switching up like completely what i'm doing but it's like i love what i do now Mm -hmm. and that was the big thing with me is like i always wanted to make a difference with wherever I'm working. And yeah. it's like, just kind of like my mindset. So I worked at a, it was a Christian radio station. Okay. And so it's like, I felt like I was po- like, it was positive, positive, positively impacting lives and things yeah. like that. But it's like with banking, I'm like, as simple as it is, like people need money. And, <laughs> and the people that I interact with, it's like, they're all, they're all great people. And you can tell that they truly appreciate like you helping them out and things like that. Yeah, so of course. that helps a lot. Yeah, well, that makes total sense, man. Because it's like you're right. Because radio, you're not like you're not. You have to start from the bottom, like mm-hmm. anything else. And the bottom is so yeah, it's so bottom. And the thing is, <laughs> which I I don't know that much about radio, but like I know that getting into it, and especially if you're interested in being an on-air personality. Mm-hmm. It takes time, and it right. takes you know. Like and in school, I wanted to be sports, mm-hmm. so that's what I all that's what I was all about, mm-hmm. and that's what I really wanted to do. But like, it was just it was just kind of a pain to get into sports, like yeah. into the sports radio. And it's like I was fine with that. Like I'm maybe down the line that mm-hmm. might be something I look more into. But like where I was at, I'm like I'm not in a place that I can take part time minimum wage or darn near minimum wage yeah just because with where i was at i was paying rent and everything Mm -hmm. like that and so there's just just gotta do what you gotta do of course of course and no judgment here no i no i don't feel no yeah i've yeah you made the right choice right (laughs) this is just just two dudes talking it's like well it's like uh i mean you choose between like this passionate career that you really want to really pursue and you really you know like something you wanted to do your whole life and then when you get there it's not what you thought right. it was mm-hmm. and plus i don't get to eat <laughs> so mm-hmm. like right. i don't get the payment <laughs> so 
No, I totally get it because it's the same way with music or anything right. else. Is and once you get into it, it's like you realize how shitty it kind of the business mm, side of it is. Right. And you're like, ugh. And so it weeds out a lot of people. And so. that's a sweet thing because it's like, it's not like that was my only passion. Right. Because music has become like my true, like, that's what I love doing. Well, and it seems like that was partly, well, you want to do sports radio, which is different than being a disc jockey. But no, like, it is. But, but um, using your voice still. Right. You're yeah. still, of course. Uh, but even more so because you're commenting and your mm-hmm. commentary and stuff. So you really have to know what you're talking about and you have to say it in an exciting way right. that draws people to you and your voice. And you do have a nice little deep voice Thank there. You. Let I me hear your radio it. voice. Hold on. I mean, honestly, I this just talk like this a lot. <laughs> this yeah. is it, baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. You wouldn't. You wouldn't put a, anything extra because you have a, a deeper. So voice. I mean, like when I when I would broadcast, it would be, it would be uh, different kind of were, different. Were you were on kind air? Of stuff. Yeah. Oh, so, so like, you were on. So air. yeah. So I was on air at the radio station, but when I broadcasted sports in college, it was just so much. It was just so much fun because it's like the people are right there listening mm-hmm. with you. And your true excitement right. is all coming out like, yeah, yeah. right there. Because you're really enjoying the game as right. well. Right, right. So what was be- your commentary voice? I, I just so, need something. Give me something. So I'll, like. I'll give you something. There was one call that was probably my favorite. And so I was lucky enough to broadcast for BG Football when there was like arguably the best that it had been. Mm. So their all-time passer was the quarterback and one of their all-time receivers was a wide receiver and also one of their all-time running backs, okay. rushing yards. Okay. They were all there at once. Oh, nice. So it's like yeah. I, hit, I hit the jackpot. Okay. And the wide receiver is actually in the NFL, and the quarterback should have been, but oh. that's not neither here nor there. <laughs> but um, quarterback's name was Matt Johnson, and the uh, wide, he- wide receiver is Roger Lewis. I don't know who and those so, people are. So uh, – <laughs> Johnson takes a snap and he's rolling back and he's got Johnson open deep and knock knock who's there Roger Lewis for an 80 yard touchdown so that was probably like that my favorite was good one. I like you. it I Thank like you. it I like it god damn well, I, I hope I hope you do go back into it because no, thank that, you. that was enjoyable. And you could tell, like, I know that you were just sort of recalling yeah. thing, but and just going off of what you might have may have said, whatever. But but you can hear the genuine like excitement excitement about yeah. it. Um, so so going up through high school, I you uh, you were writing music or writing poetry through yeah, high school. Yeah, I, I well I started I started yeah I started writing rhymes i actually started writing poetry after i started writing hip-hop like rap music so excuse me when i started writing rap music it was in it was like the summer between freshman and sophomore year and how there used to be i mean there still are but it was a a buddy of mine made a facebook fan page Mm. And he just called it fans of freestyle. And he would just write his own freestyle raps all in there. And then he would like encourage people like, hey, if you want to jump in and put put some rhymes in there, d- do so. And one day I was like, screw it. Like, I'll, I'll try it. And I had never written anything. So as I'm typing up the post, it's not like I writ something, wrote something before. I'm just trying to think of stuff up off the top of my head. And when it's like when I look back at then to now, it's like just 
light years better. And like in high school, I was always just like so paranoid about like what other people thought. So it's a lot of times people didn't know. I really came out of my shell like end of junior beginning of se- like and all of senior year because that's when I stopped caring about what other people thought. Yeah. And so that's that's kind of like when I actually I guess a way to put it like when I started to like myself mm-hmm. more just because like when you try to conform to what other people are thinking, you're not you're not going to like yourself because yeah. you're just trying to be what other people think that you are. Absolutely. And so and so yeah, it was just so I would write a t- a lot and but nobody but nobody knew I rapped until I was a senior because mm-hmm. I just wouldn't tell anybody. Right, right. And then uh it was actually to the motto, the beat the motto by Drake oh. and and uh and Lil Wayne and that was like the first time I rapped in front of people and they all loved it and then I just You just kept going. Yeah, just kept going with it. So you, I mean, like from what I've seen of your performances, you do talk a lot about like yourself. It's very self-referential. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk about some of the lyrics and talk about, you know, I mean, just just where you draw from and, and you know, I, I and you talk about your handicap and, yeah. how, and how that influences you. Right. Well, I mean. So you just want to know, like, yeah, I just, just, yeah, I mean, I mean, I would love, I just want to know what, because what I saw was a lot, just a very, uh, a bunch of self-referential raps, right? And like, and, mm-hmm. and that's totally, and that's awesome, yeah. You know, I totally, I love, I love, um, I love just the, like those experiences, kind of, yeah, want, yeah. So just, just tell me about where you draw from and how and how you get there. So honestly, it was just, it's just honestly, I hear a beat mm-hmm. and then that's when I like start thinking in my yeah, mind yeah. and of course there are other songs like i just i just dropped yeah you a, just a got song. a single so and uh that one was more so just like having fun yeah, yeah and yeah, so yeah. like there are certain yeah, it's beats. not all just yeah, me right. and my right. me and my hand again my and me story, and, yeah right. yeah it's, you so, have more than that but, right but uh but what i saw and especially and, okay so we met at the uh hollywood casino it yeah. was the toledo uh toledo's got talent Yep. And Filet Mignon here is the was the winner, which congratulations. Thank you. Um publicly congratulate you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, I, I know because like because when, when this podcast shuts off, it's all back to competition. Yeah, I can't believe you won. This motherfucker <laughs> that, that was mine. Eight thousand uh, dollars down the fucking drain. It no. was actually funny because last night I was just hanging out or last yeah, last night or Sunday and Saturday I was hanging out with uh if you know Sam Tolson. Oh yeah, so yeah, she, yeah, Sam. Yes. Yeah, so her and I are working on working on some oh, stuff. Oh, awesome. And um and her dad, he was just he just walked up to me and she told me she's like, "Hey, like just he's he's a cool dude. He's he's a really cool guy, but he just came up to me and he's like, he's like, "Hey, I'm so you're the, you're the you're the one who won." I said, "Yep." He's like, "Oh, congratulations. Really, congratulations." I was like, "Thanks." But you know that Sam wasn't on that night. And if she was on fire like she normally you is, you wouldn't have won that. Oh, and I said, shit. hey, I'm not arguing. You're not getting an <laughs> argument out of me. Were you, were you surprised when they announced your name? Or were you like... I think it's hard not to. Yeah. Not to be. So, yeah. like, I felt good at the standpoint, like, when I got off stage, mm-hmm. I said, if I lose, it's because somebody was just better. Mm-hmm. Because I was... Yeah, I did good. as best as I could. Yeah, no, when, you when killed I, it. Yeah. When I got done, because it's like, 
my stage presence, I'm trying to get better with mm-hmm. it. But that one, I was I was able to use it better, and I felt like I chose the right the right songs to mm-hmm. use and things like that. To, a mixture of having fun, but a mixture of like of my story, story as yeah. well. And and so I mean, my wife and I actually sat down like a day before like the submissions were due, and I was like, all right, what songs do you think I should do? Because mm-hmm. It's different than just you trying to paint the songs because you're not the one listening to yourself. Right. So you want an outside outside opinion, like which ones do you think mm-hmm. are the same? And luckily, my my wife and I like we're on like the same level. Okay. So those songs that she was thinking, I was thinking for the most part mm-hmm. too. So nice. So yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like in that moment, what what were what was going through your head when they called your name? What what did you think? Like, so when I was sitting there and. I'm just like, all right. I feel, I feel like I did, I, I did good enough. And they, they announced third place, and I was like, all right, I'm not they, third place. Yeah, I'm not third. And I, they announced second, and I'm like, not dude, second. like, no way. <laughs> like, <laughs> so that, you were suspicious. Uh, you were like, I was like, I mean, like, I, mm. I had, like I said, I felt like I couldn't, couldn't have done mm. better. Yeah. And, and the judges, like, their comments were. There were great comments, and so I just felt like, all right, like, and I and I I was lucky. I had a lot of, I had a good response from the crowd, and they definitely got a lot of support. Yeah, so that so that definitely helped. And so it's like when they when they said second place, I'm sitting there, I'm like, dude, no way. And then then he like kind of dragged it out a little bit, and I'm just sitting there like, and I've watched the video of them announcing it a handful mm-hmm. of times. And it's just funny because I, I'm truly like happy for the people who yeah, can't yeah, like totally. so I'm it's it's genuine applause. Of course. But then I noticed when they said second, I like kind of stopped because I'm like, Oh wait. No way. <laughs> <laughs> and then they said my name and I'm just like in shock. Wow. I, yeah, I was I was shocked and it's just like kind of floored because my mother-in-law actually told me about the contest because she goes she goes to the casino, mm-hmm. and so she told me about it. And she's like, "You should you should submit a thing and try to and try to and try to see if you can't get on it." I was yeah. like, "It's like ah, I don't know," but I was like, "Oh, what the heck?" And so I honestly just threw up a video that I had on my phone from years ago. That was, <laughs> and it was um, of course you it, did. <laughs> it was me rapping at my wedding of all places, and and uh, the quality wasn't that great. It was just one of it was one of my friends. Uh, I think it might have been my brother's girlfriend. Her video, her cell phone video. Hey, look, look, Felicity, I'm I'm hating you more and more <laughs> no, as you no. talk. As and you talk, me and you are not friends. Now. Well, I no, mean, I'm just the joking, lyrics were still there. So it's, it's like, true. so it's Tell like that was the big thing. That was the big thing. And so it's like, so I was like, oh, I'll throw this one up there because I'm saying I'm like, the words still have substance and this mm-hmm. and that, and I'm still having fun, and you can still see like right, people right, right. people vibe into it. So I said, oh, that'll that'll work, just because I didn't want it. I didn't want to throw like one of my completely produced songs and everything mm-hmm. like that because anybody can produce something and make it sound good. So I, I don't know about that. But well, you know what I mean. I I do know what you mean. Um. You're right, but like <clears throat> the amount of people who don't go through the effort to even make it sound good is is exorbitant. That, so, like, that's so I'm just saying, you're right. you you're right. like to have a good sounding song where you, it's really featuring your talent at the best of your abilities. Right, is like I mean it, it's pretty priceless. That's it, a good point because because a lot of people don't take that time. I mean, yeah. if you sift through SoundCloud at all, like <laughs> oh, you fucking, oh, I know. you'll know. <laughs> I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Right. 
But please, uh, uh, we're digressing. So. <laughs> but it sounds like you're like, I don't even like this is this kind of like a long shot or something. Right? It, it like, kind of ah, was, kinda was yeah. like a long shot type mm. deal because I was because I was like, ah, like it'd be cool. But at the same time, I don't know. And the submissions weren't for too much longer. And I'm just like, oh, to try and get like a fully produced like thing that would be like a better product. Like, I don't know how much time I would have. And so I honestly just submitted it like right then. I was sitting at the at the uh, breakfast table with my wife and my mother in law, and so I submitted. I was like, "All right, it's done." Yeah. And then I honestly forgot about it. I forgot <laughs> that I had submitted, and like it because it was like three weeks, four weeks later. Right. And at that point, I was just like, "Huh." The people they didn't, they didn't you? pick me. Um. The no, it was somebody from the casino. Oh, okay. It was somebody from the casino, and then. And I, I got a voicemail, and I was sitting at work, and normally people don't leave me voicemails, especially when it's a number that I don't have in my phone. Yeah. And so, so I was like, hey, guys, I'm going to step outside just, just for a minute. They're like, all right, that's fine. And so I walked outside, and I, and I press, press play on the, on the thing, and I'm listening. I'm like, dude, no way. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, that's pretty cool. But still, at that point, I'm just like, eh, it'll, just be, it'll just be fun. Like, right. like I'm not expecting... I was never expecting to win, honestly, because yeah. I'm like, this is all for fun. And it'll mm -hmm. be a good time. And they said, well, they'll get a first place and a second place, and then the crowd will choose one of them. And I said, I said, my my whole chance is is the crowd, crowd vote. Crowd <laughs> because, because, yeah, that was us, too. That was us, by the way. Because honestly, my, my reasoning was the fact like, and you two were great. Oh, you, you two were amazing. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank and you. like. And I'm just sitting there and it's like, just because all the radio stations, none of them except for one mm -hmm. really played any rap music. And yeah. so I'm just kind of sitting, I'm like, I'm not really, yeah, I'm not what they listen to all right, that much. Right, right. And so, but then, but then, uh, other people were telling me, they're like, yeah, but when you're around that music all the time, you want something different. Mm. And so well, that's, that's a good point too. So again, I was just like, I was kind of just enjoying the experience yeah. type deal. Not really expecting a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it was awesome. I, man, I had the exact opposite experiences you did because, for me, it was like a nightmare hellscape of fucking, like, because all of a sudden my wife put this pressure on me. So <laughs> she's like, we got to win that money. <laughs> we got to do this. <laughs> like, everything, like the uh, world, fucking the world's existence is pending on us winning <laughs> this fucking thing. So, like, that was the magnitude of stress that was putting on me. And, like, that whole week leading up to the finals and shit, like, I was a fucking mess. Right. Like, I, I just wanted it to be over. Like, as soon as it was over, like, just a wave of relief. I didn't even care that we lost. Like, right. I was super happy for you. Like, fucking on my live video, I'm cheering like a little girl. Like, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like... Uh, I, I didn't even care if we didn't win because right. it was like I and the experience was fine. Yeah. I mean, I've been in high pressure experiences like that, but like I don't know, just the pressure I put on myself and the pressure from my wife was just too much for my simple mm -hmm. mind. Some and so like it just it just was not great for me at all. I just was not into it. Um I don't like these kinds of things anyways. Okay. I'm not much into like competitions like this i get that yeah and like it's so like and the whole thing was just whoo and, and that's what helped me honestly mm. was the fact that like just have fun with it yeah like like don't act like 
there's not money on the line. Yeah. Just have fun with it because if you have fun and you like the people's reaction, yeah. like that's then, what that's what matters. That's that what you mattered. put on the that you put on the show or whatever, and that people enjoyed it. And exactly. So, and so that's really what I was trying to yeah trying and, to focus. And on. that's the thing for me was like the actual performance was great because for me I I love doing that anyway. So like to act, to perform especially for all those new people and we got so many new fans yeah, out of that too right. which was awesome which was mostly your fans <laughs> 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 and mostly your fans liked us uh, but. Uh, we also were the only other band to walk away with money you know, that that night too because we put out our tip oh, yeah. jar <laughs> <at> CDs <laughs> because I kind of like I kind of feel like because <clears throat> like I feel like I mean we knew we didn't know what was gonna happen right we were really hopeful obviously but um but we were just like fuck it we're just gonna go and do it like we would do it anywhere else yeah and that's that's what we decided. And that's why Randy even opened up with a song by herself. She was just like, fuck, because this is what we do at a show. If you came to see us right. at, at any bar, any any place, that performance on the finals is what you would see. Is yeah. like something mm -hmm. uh, that varied in that. And it's pretty much the same thing with mine. Yeah, just because exactly. it's like, yeah, you just, just get up there and just do it. Yeah, and you're just up there fucking going. Right. So... Um, Tell me, tell me a little bit about your story, because like I, I know a lot of uh, a lot of the judges that night were really, really liked you, and there was a lot of. Uh, just tell me a little bit about your story yeah. that you kind of were telling them. So when I was two, I actually had a brain tumor. Oh wow! And so I missed that. Yeah, when yeah, I right. That shit? So, <laughs> Where was I? So, so when they tried to remove it, uh, so like something went wrong. Yeah. And that's what gave me the right sided weakness. So oh, like wow. so like my brace on my mm -hmm. leg and my hand. And yeah. So you can't really tell now, but my hand's pretty pretty straight now. Mm -hmm. But it used to always hang. Okay. And that was just like a surgery that yeah. I that I had that it was reversed. But like it was just all throughout that and throughout I'd probably say and I my numbers could be way off. I feel like I've had probably about half my life or close to half my life, I've either been in physical or occupational therapy, mm. like just trying to better my leg or my arm. And so, and throughout like all that time, like from then to now, I've had about 40 surgeries. And wow. so it's all just been like, it's all just been based around like from that brain tumor oh. and and things like that. So that so. that I mean, it, it, the surgery itself went wrong, or just something. Yeah, the know. surgery itself. Oh. Right, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's it is it, it, it is, is what it is. is. And yeah. honestly, I tell my wife this, and I tell other people this. I'm I'm happy it happened. Mm -hmm. To be honest, just and I mean, it's it's the only life that I know, obviously. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, myself. My personality, if if you got to know me better, I'm like when I'm really start to get comfortable with, comfortable with people, it's like I get kind of cocky. Oh, and just okay, like okay. and just like kind of have, but it's like a fun. Yeah, like yeah, I'm not yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to like tear other people down. It's like it's just like a cockiness and um, confidence, cocky, whatever you want to call it. And and so I what I've told my wife, it's like. I feel like if I didn't have this, it would be 10 times worse. <laughs> and like, I wouldn't be able to be mm -hmm. talked down or like, or like, you know what I mean? That's really funny. So, yeah. I'm, so in a weird way, and maybe it wouldn't be like mm -hmm. that, but in a weird way, I'm just like, this is, 
this is like this is how I became who I am. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm not perfect. Nobody is. And it's like I still have I still obviously have a lot of work to do. But with where I'm at, I'm yeah. I, I like the person that I am. Yeah, and that's and that's the biggest thing is like. I mean, man, that is what's missing out of our culture these days is that, yeah. t- like, that that message, that fucking message of, like, truly liking yourself. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't matter, like, the one thing that I try to tell everybody, like, especially at shows, mm-hmm. because I talk to people and they're all, like, especially when they're nervous, I just tell them, I said, I, I always ask them, I said, do you like doing it? They're like, yeah, I like doing it. I said, That's what matters. Mm-hmm. These people that are here don't even pay attention to that. I said, even if you screw up, and this is a mindset I go in with every single show. If I screw up, I'm not going to see 80% of these people again in my life. <laughs> so so why does it matter? Yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah. have fun for yourself. Don't do it because you want other people to react. And sure, like I'm not going to act like I don't get caught up in that. Yeah. Because of course I do. It's of like, course. of course I want to see people react. Mm-hmm. But that's not why I'm doing it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to do it for like the genuine reasons and then you'll then you'll get more enjoyment out of it, I guess. I and, and like and and through that, which is a funny thing, is that when you are very comfortable with yourself and you're getting that enjoyment that you're mm-hmm. talking about and you're in your you're finding your space on stage, that's when people come right. the most. Yeah. That's when people are most drawn to you because it's just Whatever it is, confidence and and, and it, like whatever that 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 magnetism that comes with that mm-hmm. sense of self, that confident sense of self on in that space, whatever that is, people just draw to it. Absolutely, they just it's like flies on shit, man. They're just <laughs> yeah, ready no for doubt. it. That's you know? a good they way want to put more it. of it. And yeah, and when you when and when you do see someone on stage who's not comfortable with themselves or not comfortable with that space, or it it shows. It yeah. like really shows. And that was me. Like of that course. was well, me. That's not everybody. That was me. Yeah. Not even not even two years ago. It's yeah. like I look at videos of me on stage, and I've never been one to really like go all out when I'm on stage. Yeah. But it's like even when I was doing at the casino, like mm-hmm. even just exploring the stage yeah walking around before i would just stand there dude exactly exactly <laughs> just because i was always paranoid about forgetting the words yeah yeah and so i just wanted just well, wanted to do that but that's also that's also on you too because you practice uh yeah. practicing but but also it's getting past though that rush of adrenaline you get when yeah. you're in front of like a bunch of fucking dead eyes staring <laughs> right, at you like expecting you. something out of you <laughs> and you're just like uh uh cuz you could memorize them all motherfucking yeah. day oh yeah and but as soon as those fucking doll eyes hit you you're just like okay F- funny story please. last show i had this has never happened before and i've been performing since i was like 18 19 okay and I'm performing a song and I got through the first verse, the chorus, and the second verse starts and I'm like, dude, it's gone. Like I don't know what it is. <laughs> and so I freestyled. And when I freestyle, I'm not exaggerating when I say like 30% of the time it's good. Oh. So I'm like so I'm like, oh no, but that but at the same time I'm like I'm not just going to stand here. Yeah. Like so I just so I just freestyled and that was the one time I couldn't tell you a single rhyme that I said in mm. like the whole yeah. verse, even right after it happened. But I freestyled, it all rhymed, and 
And nobody could tell. Yeah. Like, yeah. because Chris told me after it was done, because he was DJing the thing, he said, oh, I haven't heard this song in a long time. So, I mean, th- yeah, this is this is good. <laughs> he couldn't even tell yeah, until, yeah. like, afterwards. I was like, I'm not going to lie, guys. I completely forgot that entire second verse. It just freestyled <laughs> the whole thing. And even my wife, she, she was like, no. She said nobody could tell. Yeah. So it was... And and that's the most part is like people people most of the time people watching you or just in the audience are just regular civilians anyways yeah, they can't exactly. they don't know what right. f- fuck a difference between a fucking bad note and a fart come on it's fine <laughs> yeah, right. you're good, good. you're good it, it, that was but that was one of the big things I had to get over too especially I, and I think this comes with age and I'm older um, now. Uh, but but like back in my 20s, it was very much like, uh, you know, I would get so down on myself for for fucking that up or I'd get down on myself because it, the crowd wasn't into it or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I'd be so down on it. And I, I, you know, I would let it get to me. And if I made a mistake, I'd just be like, fuck, why did I, you know, like I would like. And what sucks is, is that I would make a mistake on stage. I'd visibly show that I made a mistake yeah. and that would lead to more mistakes. Right. And what I learned as I became comfortable in that space, in that, in the space of, 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 of the stage, which is, is a huge part of performance is like being comfortable up there. Mm-hmm. You just got to be comfortable. So like if you are not comfortable on stage, you Other need to. Other people are going to be able to tell. They're going to tell. And the the first thing I'm going to tell you is go get on more stages. You know, yep. like go be at open mic. Go look ridiculous. Go sw- go have your armpits visibly sweaty. <laughs> it's just the only way you're going to get past this shit. And that's the thing. This year. I think I've had a show like every single month and I have them booked booked through, I think September. I'm pretty sure through September. And then one month I even had like multiple shows. But the reason why I said that I've been wanting to do so many shows, normally I don't do that many, mm. but I'm for myself. I want to get more comfortable with yeah. my stage presence. Yeah. And so if nothing else, even if there's only five people there, It'll still give me more experience in exactly. being able to like explore the stage and whatnot. And and even with those five people, it's like getting past the stigma that there's only five people right. is part of getting past that. And it's also like more personal. So there mm-hmm. was one time and it was it was on it was on a whim. Mm. So when I first started rapping when I was nineteen, it was just like eighteen, nineteen. It was at open mic nights at Howard's in oh, Bowling shit. Green. Okay. Yeah. So it was just like stuff like that. And I won't forget the first night that I ever rapped, like anybody even knew. I had like 40 or 50 people at Howard's. And it's like, I'm like, dude, like what? (laughs) Just because a lot of people, like they didn't know. Yeah. And so, and so like with, with those nights, it was almost lost my train of thought, but it's, yeah, it's just, it's cool to see the progression and and, and to see like, cause when I, when I was at, at Howard's dude, I was a snowman. I was just standing there the whole time. <laughs> and so it's just just getting more comfortable with. Yeah, it. it's just how you get better. It's it's just it, it's a necessary evil. It what was funny about when you're talking about how like your ego could get out of control. Um maybe, you know, that mm-hmm. was a possible path of your yeah. life where yeah. like Maybe if I didn't have this handicap, maybe my ego would probably be unchecked. Right. And I'd just be a fucking monster. Mm-hmm. And, and like, that's how I feel about myself. Because 
at one point, I mean, because like I grew up, I was like 320 pounds in 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 high school. Really, in high school, that was I was a fat motherfucker. Well, you look great. Thank you. And I that's not it. that's not sarcasm. No, like no, I, I didn't think Dude. you would be about that. No, I appreciate that. Um, it takes work. It's a lot of work. It is <laughs> a, lot a lot of work. Of work. <laughs> and it, it, no, for sure. And 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 whatever you know, like I fucking I try. So, um, but like. I feel like if I wouldn't have had that, like that whole, I'm fat mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, I'm unappealing to other people. That whole like not liking myself uh, situation, because I've been in a situation where I lost weight mm-hmm. and like all of a sudden I'm getting attention from women and you know all that, and I'm doing well with music and I was also drinking at the time. So this is in my twenties and and. I there was times where I let that shit get to my head where like Mm -hmm. just like oh I'm just so badass and fucking and I'm telling people like get out of my way you know (laughs) like get the fuck out of my way like literally telling someone to get the fuck out of my way because I'm trying to walk past them like what a piece of shit and and I'm not saying this is how I was for a long time or anything because as soon as I it, the great thing about the universe for me is that as soon as I start putting out there that I think I'm better than what I really am, the universe has a great way of just swatting my bitch ass right base. back yeah. down to <laughs> right down the side. So it, I mean, it didn't it doesn't last, but like it. But what I've learned about myself over time is like when I start getting in those modes, I've learned to catch that. And to check that right away because if I don't, it can go unchecked and like I will let myself fucking just, I mean, like it's all in everybody. Right. You know, there's a monster in everybody. Definitely. Even fucking the the Pope, which I don't think that's a good example. But (laughs) (laughs) but like, you know, everybody, I mean, Martin Luther King Mm -hmm. fucking did so much for, for equality and civil rights fucking cheated on his wife rampantly mm-hmm. so i mean like it, it, it we all have something in us that's and that's my be- whole thing with like the last thing i want to do is bring politics and oh yeah but well, when, ev- but but when everybody talks about politics like they did this they did that <laughs> i'm like look if we had if all of us had our worst moments mm. broadcasted to the world and everybody saw it not a single one of us would look like a good person no we would all get bashed yeah. and torn through the dirt. Absolutely. And so that's, that's what, a really good point. So when everybody like tries to like, oh, they did this, they did that. Yeah. Like, all right. So you've lived a perfect life, huh? Right. Let me know about your worst things ever. Right. Especially when you're a celebrity and you have a microscope mm-hmm. on you at all times. Yeah. Can't go to the bathroom without them knowing right, about it. Right, right. Like Dude. Just saw Leo go pee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. His dick's not that big, girls. <laughs> oh no, right, dude. It's just, yeah, it's just. No, those who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. No, for no, sure. No way. Uh, we people, people, people posture like they're fucking these moral individuals, but like every single person mm-hmm. lies. Oh yeah, lies. Every Fuck one. every person is a fucking liar. Yeah, I mean, like you think of your sweet dear mom. Think about her <laughs> right now. I want you. I want the people listening to think about your mother. How sweet 
and loving she is and, and like how she's been there like when you fell off your bike and you scraped your leg she cleaned it and, and she put the ointment on there and made it feel better even gave it a kiss fucking liar she's a fucking lie she lies all the time okay she's a fucking liar so the tooth fairy is not real. <laughs> tooth, tooth fairy is the furthest thing from fucking real, okay? Uh, you're not that cute, okay? Your mom told you that because she don't want you to feel bad, okay? Well, let's be real. Some people are. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> well I mean, no, but, I know what you mean. But but yeah, so when people are talking, I, I feel the same way. And, and, and like something that I've learned, and especially something from learning from meditation and learning um, from attempting to love myself is i've through that and and my son being born um is 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 uh, empathy right is empathy and even you know there's a lot of people blaming donald trump for these horrible shootings that are going on right now and and like it's a heart problem like people are just yeah it, it's, it's 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 an aspect I it's say. an aspect and but like when you know, and, and I am not a Trump supporter by any means. Mm. I am fucking so against that piece of shit. But I am one to say like, well, you can't just blame Donald Trump for this son of a bitch. And, and I see where people are saying this, and God, I hate even fucking talking about this. This is not where I wanted to take it. But like, uh, you can't you can't just blame one person for what other people do. And 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 there, the only my sense of empathy could even allow me to get that far with someone like Donald Trump, mm -hmm. because, I mean, he's an abhorrent, just awful person who's has like this position of power that it, that he's using on fucking on Twitter and shit. It's fucking gross. The whole situation is gross, but like. Uh, but you can't just put this all on him. And so, like, you see all these celebrities, like, this is because Donald Trump promotes hate, and so this hate fucking it. I'll admit, I'm sure that that kid who fucking went to El Paso and shopped at Walmart targeting Mexicans, I'm sure he was a Trump supporter. I'm sure that, like, but fucking the things he saw online and the things that he read and his little fucking echo chamber bubble on his Facebook feed was fucking feeding him the things that are putting these delusional thoughts into motion. Right. And then at the same time, though, and I'm not, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Please do. I won't tell you which side I stand on, I, which I mean, honestly, I'll, I'll say you and I are pretty opposite. Oh, yeah. But I mean, that, that's fine. That's but fine. To be I, honest, I don't care. To be honest. Yeah, exactly. Mm. To be honest, I love conversing with Me people too. Me that too. are that are opposite of the aisle. That's Absolutely. neither here nor there. Absolutely. But what you don't hear about a whole lot is like the the shooting, unfortunately, that occurred in mm. Dayton. And yeah, these, no, and the, because that's completely opposite side of the aisle. Because they said that she, he, they were like a huge uh, supporter of Elizabeth Warren mm -hmm. and and the left. But you don't hear yeah any of that. Well, and and it's just yeah. Please finish. I wish they had. And it's both. Like I, I want people to be called out for the stupid stuff that they've done. Mm -hmm. There's stuff that, countless things that Trump has said and done. I'm like, dude, that's pointless. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't do that. Yeah. Stay off Twitter. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, someone take his like, phone. <laughs> like, it's it's not. There's so much stuff. It's just not needed. Uh, of and course. It's, and it's like on every side. And and it's, and, just, and, it's and, and it is pushing. It is mm -hmm. pushing buttons and it is devices. And they know what they're doing. Of course. And it's like both both sides know exactly what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, and, and, and that's just, why like I I'm so like disconnected from it. Like, 
I I I I don't like in. <laughs> I, I like the Democratic thing, the DNC and, and the fucking Republican. Like, like to me, it's all they're all funded by the same fucking people. Like it, mm-hmm. they're just it, it's they all have an agenda. They all have yeah. a fucking they're all liars. They're all fucking full of shit. And I mean, like I like Andrew Yang, but like fucking talk about something else. Come on, get a new talking point, bro. But like when when the debates were going on, mm-hmm. like initially in 2016, mm-hmm. I, I was on uh Cause I I did college radio, so okay. I did like talk show. Oh, for, I did sports, and I also did like an afternoon rush thing. Oh, okay. And my co-host and I, shout out Chrissy, she probably won't listen to it. <laughs> but anyways, she, um, her and I were complete opposites. Yeah. And and my and my, our professor was like, use that. Yeah. He said I did that for a reason. Nice. And um, and when we were when we were having like talking about like the primaries and things like mm-hmm. that, and who would be where. Personally, my favorite was Ben Carson. Um, I, I, he was the surgeon, surgeon, the brain yep, surgeon. Yep, yeah. exactly. And uh, and her rib on him was like he just he talks too slow. <laughs> and um, and I I looked at her blank, and I'm like I'm like, are you serious? Right, <laughs> that's now? why he shouldn't be the yeah, president of the like, United States. So you don't want this guy to be president because he thinks about what he's about to say before he says it, <laughs> and like things he, like that that just like. Blow he talks my in mind. a measured manner. Yeah. What a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and dude, uh. like, it's funny because my ex co host, my last co host, when I was still in San Diego, I had a co host, uh, MC Offbeat, who's going to be on the show soon because he is heating up with this political season. <laughs> Avid Trump supporter. Uh, he's he's half Mexican, half Filipino. Okay. And he uses his brown uh, against other browns. You son of a bitch. You know what you're doing. <laughs> he would just said something today. He was like, if you're going to blame these shootings on race, then you're fucking... Uh, if all the... Oh, no. What did he say? If all you Democrats are going to blame this on race, then you guys are fucking idiots or something like that. I'm sorry. He's just... He blows my mind. But I love him to death. We have opposite opinions, but like that's what made it so fun for mm-hmm. us because yeah. I would just sit there and talk shit to him. He would talk shit to me, and, and like I don't know that much about politics where I can talk confidently about like oh well blah 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 blah. And he kind of does right. like he he he's one of those people who just sort of reads his own. Uh, he he he's in this little echo chamber. Okay, but he's really into smoking weed and he really is into reggae, which is totally again like is the opposite right. of what you. Th- he's just the opposite of what you think a trump supporter would be exactly and but but that's good because um a trump not all trump supporters are fucking big fat dudes with cut off shirts and a fucking unkept beard who smell bad with their <laughs> maga hat on fucking right. marching at elizabeth warren's fucking speeches you know yeah and like there's people out there who actually are are well measured well thought out people who have real reasons for wanting to support right someone like exactly that. and it's like Every candidate has a flaw, and it's like yeah. I get that, but it's just like the way I the way I put it was like I agree with more things on this side than I do on this side. Yeah. So I said, regardless if like I'm just trusting that what the person says, and I knowing darn well that each side was gonna have a liar. Mm. Like I'm just going with what they're what they're saying. Yeah. What they're saying they're going to do. So I said, and this is what I just align more so with this side than I do with this side. And there's policies on each side that I get. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I'm one of the one of probably one of the few people on that like on the right or more so on the right, more so conservative that I'm all about legalization. Mm. To be completely honest, like yeah. Financially, it's the smartest thing. Yeah, it's like, stupid now. Look how much money that we're wasting in tax dollars pe- keeping Biden. people in jail that are in there for smoking weed. And and all those tax dollars that you can make selling the shit to people and fucking come on. It, yeah. It's so like you we look we already have models. We have fucking Washington, we have Colorado, the drop in DUI rates, mm-hmm. fucking the money that's funneled to like for infrastructure and a lot of that's getting funneled into fucking uh, pe- greedy people's pockets, but that's yeah. okay because there's a lot of fucking money to be made. <laughs> right. So a lot of people can eat off this shit, mm-hmm. and it, to to absolutely, you're right. It's like, why would we waste money on keeping these people in prison? Mm-hmm. Why are we wasting money on fucking like? And we all know what. Um, well, I know that it, most of it's coming from um, you know, pharmaceutical companies oh, who, yeah. who have interest in that's, keeping that. Yeah, down. and that's and another crime. That's the gross part. Don't even about get this me shit. started on that stuff, dude. Oh my well, goodness. Well, well, I would. <laughs> would I think the point? I think the broader point I would like to kind of zoom out is is that like these kind of discussions are needed because absolutely, I feel like both sides push the other side to find a balance. And it feels good. Honestly, it it's good to have these conversations. Of course. Because, I love it. Because I think that like finding more in common with your neighbor is better than finding all the bad things to hate him because right. you're probably going to need your neighbor mm-hmm. one day or, you know, like, or, you know, like you... You, you like people have isolated them so themselves so much mm-hmm. that they don't think that they need other people, and and then to push people out because of they voted for somebody like right. they they're exercising their fucking American right, and and they don't agree with what you're saying. And and by the way, fucking the left right now is a fucking shit show nutbag. For someone who's a podcaster, <laughs> right? I feel like the left has 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 put a, a all on war a, a full on war on on fucking free speech mm-hmm. and as a musician as a as a podcaster as, as an artist fuck you like you're not going to tell me what i can and can't right. say and I, I i just don't appreciate that because because people's feelings are at risk here right L- people's feelings are life is real and like the world is rough mm-hmm. and to coddle people in the manner that people are being coddled is not the answer it's gonna only create more resentment it's gonna Mm. create more problems uh these kids with the fucking you know everybody's a winner trophy fucking these kids have grown up and they fucking really think that they're saying something but like i i i I, you know like i'm all about people you you know more from your losses than you do from winning yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. My failures are how, where I'm at. Exactly. Why I'm where I'm at now. It's yep. not because fucking because I didn't fail and fucking just be like, whoa, fuck, I don't want to <laughs> fail again because my right. feelings might get hurt and this might feel like shit. I don't want to feel bad. It's like, go fuck yourself. Go feel bad. Mm-hmm. Like you need to feel bad. Yeah. Like you need you need to fucking have your heart broken. Right. You cry. Need, you need <laughs> to fucking cry. Yeah, no doubt. It, it, it is. It's fucking. It needs to happen. And so. Like it's sh- fucked up, but I do find myself more on a conservative. If you're, if we're talking about modern day conservative liberal bullshit, 
I do find myself more on the conservative side. Now, I'm half Mexican. There's no way I can ever get behind fucking Donald Trump. There's just no fucking way. Mm. He he's just ran his mouth way too much. He's a fucking he, he, like he's a it racist cunt. The, okay, I like did. I don't like him at all. Mm-hmm. And so there's no way I'm gonna fucking vote for him. Whoever the DNC fucking barf up at us, I'm gonna vote for it just because I don't like him mm. and I don't think that his policies and the work he's done justifies him staying in office because most of the shit that he said he was going to do I don't think he really did I mean do you agree with that I mean I mean you look at like the economy I think has gotten Okay, but better, but this is work like that was unemployment. But, and okay, like but that. but this the economy was on the upswing in, in the last regime, so he just sort of took it, and I don't know what he's been doing. And again, I don't know enough about politics for us to like sit here and talk split apart, um, split apart his policies and shit. So like, it's kind of moot for me to right. even comment on that. But like the fact that that uh, I don't know, like it just seems like he fucking lies. On a daily basis, like it to me, that shows that he will say and do anything to get what he wants, and that to me is enough of a character flaw for me to not like what uh, want him to be continuing his job. And now that's not to say that the next person in line isn't full of shit too. Mm. Uh, but I, I do like I do like a little grace when I'm being lied to. Okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's the thing. It's I mean, because like, Barack Obama was I mean he was full of shit too on some mm-hmm. things. I mean, God bless him. All but, politicians are just but full. Of they're it. full yeah. of shit. But like I, I just it's just it, he's so crass and in the and the image that he puts out there and and these fucking accords you know like like he like. I, okay, well, let's not let's not go any further in this because okay. I don't I can't <laughs> I can't talk like about policy because I yeah. don't know that well, but I do know that I do know that that fucking having pushback from both sides is mm. necessary I dele- for us to find something. I literally I think it was yesterday I deleted my Twitter. Oh, Be- <laughs> si- because of that because yeah. every single tweet was something with politics. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, I don't want to see this yeah like this so and that's like all it is and the thing is it's like there's just so much well it's toxic yeah exactly it's negative it is toxic and and like all you see is fucking people hating on each other like you're because blah 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 it's like, man, you're fucking, you're, you're anonymously fucking hating on somebody. Like, you're a fucking coward. So, and, so fucking go outside and breathe some fresh air or something. Like, fucking put your phone down. And it, and the thing is, dude, like, not to bring it, bring this back to like religious religion or whatnot. Oh, I don't care. But like, that's something that uh, that like more so hit me. I I should say like within the last couple years mm-hmm. is. And it definitely helped with like my wife dating my wife and being married now, just because not on everything we we agree on a lot of stuff, but we also disagree on a handful of things. But I think that's very beneficial yeah. in in like relationships you need because that. you start to see both sides, mm-hmm. both sides of the aisle, and, and and you live with that person and you can argue with that person and and you start to see where the holes are in your or their right. argument and it helps you kind of form a better opinion. Oh yeah, a better idea, a better idea. And so, and like growing up, like. And this is just, it's not like my parents or anybody taught me this. Mm-hmm. It's just its just being a kid, this is just what I thought. Mm-hmm. Like, 
with like things that are in in the Bible and things like that. I'm like, oh, well, people do this wrong. I shouldn't like those people. Mm -hmm. But then it's like when I got older and I actually read it and got like more into it, I'm like, we're called to love everybody. Mm -hmm. And so that's like, that's what I'm more so getting like that I think I'm a million times better than what I was when I was younger just because it's like every single person it's like that you come across, you should love them. Treat them like, Treat them like you would would your family. Mm-hmm. Like no, you and and I, it's obviously like different levels of love. Like the way I love my wife is right. different than what I would say. Like I got love for you. Like right. you know no, what I mean? Of course. I, mean? I yeah. mean, I hope you're not trying to fuck me. Right. Tonight, no, but that's okay. <laughs> I hope you're not trying to fuck me after Dollar Taco right. night. Okay? But it's just all. It's just all. That's that's what it's about. Like show yes. people love and just yes, sh- love and respect. And, yeah. And, and, and e- even if they, even if they necessarily. Because this is another thing. Like, even if they don't show you the love back, you don't have that on your conscience that you treated them differently. Mm. Like, you can be like, look, I did this the right way. Like, I still showed them love. They don't have to show me it. Right. That's fine. But I'm still going to do it because I feel like that's the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's a different aspect that I wasn't, that I didn't always think growing up. And so when I kind of got like hit with that, and it was weird just because it's like it was repeated over and over, but it just took that one time to, that one time to click. Like, oh, what was that? What what was it that sort of flipped over? It was I was honestly like in the middle of like a service, in the middle of like a church church service, just like, just like. We we might disagree on like a lot of these things, and I couldn't tell you like what the exact message was. Mm. But it's like, just because they're different than us doesn't mean we can't love those people. Like yeah. we're called to love those people and just show them more love because they don't expect that from us. Right. Because I'm not, I'm, I'm trying to think of the right words to say. I know that there are so many people like quote unquote Christians that just. I see how they act and I see why people don't like it. Yeah. Like there was a guy who stood on and this will stay in my memory probably forever. There was a guy on when I went to college at BG that would pick it and he would hold a sign and it said, and I apologize the language, but it said, God hates fags. Mm -hmm. And I saw that and that like, that drove me nuts. Yeah. Like, like as a Christ follower, cause I'm sitting there and just like, dude, that is the complete opposite way to try to get people to come, come to clone, God, yeah. come to come to that. Yeah, that's gonna push them away yeah. because you know how many people like are like homosexuality and things like that, especially on college campuses. Yeah. and it's like and in church, yeah, yeah and it, like everywhere. It's like, dude, yeah, that's not what it says. It says to love everybody. Sure, yeah. it might say like this is a sin, this is a mm-hmm. sin, but guess what? It says. It says to love everyone, regardless, yeah. because well, there's it, a lot of contradictions right. in the Bible, so. right. and it's like, and and that's the thing. Like, there have been many questions that I they'll ask because a lot of times that if I have a question, I'll ask my dad just because he's he's who I look up to. Yeah. It's like I still do, and it's like there are questions that I'll ask him, and he he'll say like, I don't know. Yeah, he said there there are just some things that you just kind of like. It's kind of where faith comes in. Like right. you just gotta just gotta trust it type deal yeah i mean 
That you know, it's something I struggled with my most of my life, and for I have sort of that same background, but I was I was a lot younger when I sort of shook this off. But like I, I did, I I always wonder is like wow, like this person doesn't believe the same things I believe. They're gonna go to hell. Should I even be right. talking to this person? Mm-hmm. Like you know, like to you kind of almost isolate yourself away from people because you don't. It's not even kind of you do. Yeah, and I mean, you look in these these religions that get even crazier, like like Mormons. You know, like Mormons. If you leave the church, like you can't even be part of the family, like a a, a nuclear family, or is that the right nuclear? Nuclear. 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 I, I don't know. You can't be part of the nuke, whatever the one that doesn't mean blow things up. Uh, <laughs> the opposite of that. Okay. The uh, a family unit. You can't be part of a family unit without without if you're not a part of that religion. And and for so for me, like when I was younger and I was deep into Catholicism and uh, and I went to Catholic school and I was going every week and like this shit was ingrained in my brain. You know, like this is this. I mean, I'm a kid. I don't know any better. Mm. And then I took LSD, and then things changed. But uh, I forgot what I was even talking about. Shit. <laughs> but no, it's like, and with me, it's like, outside of Christianity, to be honest, like, that's all I've studied. So, like, I plead ig- ignorance on yeah. that part. So it's like when people talk about other religions, I'm like, yeah, well, I, I don't know. <laughs> and you know, you know what I mean? Right. Like, that's yeah, just, it's that's like just how I can't like, comment on policy. And right. Shit. It's like, I don't know anything. And I'm about not going to act shit. like, like if you went through something that I went through, I'm not about to tell you, like, you can't think about it like that. Yeah. You're the one who went through it. Right. <laughs> not right. me. Well, it, for me, like, because I got really upset uh, at religion. I, 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 I rejected it because I saw the division that it caused with me and, and with, you know, whatever it is with gays and the history of racism and religion and shit like that like it to me it 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 was more divisive than communal and so i i rejected it and 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 i in fact i talk shit about it i would just be horrible about it i would say the worst things about christianity and uh, just because i was so angry at like the kind of bullshit that it that ingrained in my head but being back here and and um and 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 my son went to this uh, preschool that was uh, it was a Christian preschool, and we knew that. And me and my wife aren't particularly Christian or anything, but like, you know, I'm kind of wrestling with that now because my son is like he loves the idea of Jesus and mm-hmm. he loves it. So like, so I've totally gone away from rejecting and like hating it. You know, what I mean, right. like I don't care anymore. You believe whatever you want. I think it's great. Just don't fucking try to like, don't try to you know don't carry around mm-hmm. signs that say God hates homosexuals right. because that's not how it works. Right. Okay, man? Like, that's right. just terrible. Right. But even that, it's like, it's his right to do that. And as an American, I'm not fucking going to be, I'm not yeah. going to go and fucking try to beat him up or anything because that's his fucking right. right. But I, I just, I just find it more device. I found it more divisive than communal. And, and now that we're sort of here and my son is that is going to, you know, he's praying before dinner and there's and, and I'm finding the value in just being thankful, you know, because mm-hmm. he's thanking Jesus. But you don't have to. It doesn't have to be Jesus or anything. But there's there's something beautiful about being just being grateful right. and and you know being good. It's like so. 
finding the the good things about the about religion and Christianity is sort of where I'm starting to pick and pull from. Mm-hmm. And 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 I, I like to look at it better like that than to yeah. be like, God, my son's just gonna be a fucking mindless drone who just follows the fucking herd, you know? No, I, instead, I get what you're instead it's like, okay, well I can teach him to think for himself. He can believe whatever the fuck he wants. That's not my mm-hmm. problem. And but please. Okay. And then like when after college, I had a, uh, I actually got a baseball internship, mm-hmm. and it was with Athletes in Action. Mm-hmm. And um, what what is that? Athletes it's in? it's like a, it's like a Christian sports or organization, okay, pretty okay. much. And it, it it was in Alaska of all places. Oh, that's awesome. So I got to go to Alaska, and and uh, I was there not even a week, and my shunts malfunctioned. So I started what does that getting mean? so. With the brain tumor, so like fluid will build up uh-huh. in the brain, gives oh, wow. me the worst headaches ever, and I'm like completely out of it. Wow! Like completely out of it, and so the headaches are like a sign, like uh-huh. like the worst headaches I've ever had. And so what the shunts do is that they drain the fluid into my stomach. Oh, okay. and but they have a lifespan. Oh, but I had just had them changed out in January of that year, and oh, it was man. only June. Oh, okay. And they they were done. Wow. Like the doctor said that it was like completely eroded. Whoa. Like I didn't know where I was at. They were asking me questions and I said I was at the NFL draft scouting for the Lions. Whoa. Dude, I was out of it. Okay. And so the and it's weird because I don't remember a ton of that of that trip, mm. but I remember when my dad got there. Yeah. Like and it's just a random piece. Like, I remember him being there and me asking him, when are you going to leave? And he said, not until you leave. And I just burst it out crying because Aww. it's like all the way in Alaska. And then it was all over again when my when my mom flew out and my then girlfriend, mm-hmm. now wife, all flew out there. Wow. And so it was just like a roller coaster of emotions. And then, but it was a miracle because for 20, how long am I in college? For like 22 years of my life. I had these shunts and there was a there was a surgeon in Alaska who said, Hey, I can there's a there's a procedure that he would be a candidate for that I could do, he said, where he doesn't need to have shunts anymore. Mm-hmm. He said, because like all the measurements have to be like exactly correct and things like that. But I and he said, even though he's a match, there's still a fifty fifty chance that his body will reject it oh, and, wow. and will need to put him back in. And then he said, but if he's good for like two or three days, as crazy as it sounds, as long as he's good as for two or three days without the shunts, yeah. he should be good for the rest of his life. Wow. And so they did. The, so we were like, but I had to like sign. That was I had to sign a paper and I was out of it. Yeah. So I just kind of signed it. But they told them and they told my wife and my wife was a mess when she heard this. They're like. But he has to sign this waiver because, God forbid, I could hit an artery. He could bleed out on the table. He could be brain dead. It just, there's all of these things that could happen. Yeah. And so, and so I signed it. Not like, like yeah. I said, I was out of it, but I signed it. And, um, and then, yeah, miracle happened. And like three days passed and I was good. And it was on the 4th of July. So I always say, now the 4th of July. Independence for our country and Independence Day for me from my shunts. That's awesome. And it's like, so now it's been three years and yeah. And so now it's been three years now wow. that I've been without it. And 
in my eyes, it's like you can take it whatever way you want, but it's like I don't think that was a coincidence. It's like yeah. I was at, like I was broadcasting for Athletes in Action, mm-hmm. who's like a Christian a Christian group. Yeah. And I went to Alaska of all places where I was in Toledo and we we also go to the U of M for for medical stuff mm-hmm. and it's like there are doctors in that around there that do that same surgery, but we never knew about it. Wow. We had to go all the way to Alaska. To Alaska. And I'm like, now I have this newfound like look out look on life. And it's yeah. like it's just incredible. And so that was like my faith was at like an all time high. <laughs> just because it's like it's like you always say that you believe the stuff and mm-hmm. things like that, but then when it like actually happens, it's just yeah, it's it's just yeah. Like I'm getting goosebumps, like chills no, thinking about I'm it now, dude. You, because it's like, it's just crazy. And then when I, the first service that I went to after being home, it's like the first song was like talking to me, and dude, like I burst out in tears. Like I I couldn't hold it in when I saw every single one of my brothers. It was a new thing of me like bawling. Yeah, just because it's like. You don't we don't realize about how many things we just have to be thankful for. Yeah. That we take for granted every single day. And I don't do it every single time, but it's like I try to. Like even when I see like um like an ambulance driving by or even like a police police car or driving by a hospital, if I remember to, which sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, I say a quick prayer because I'm like Pray for the people that are in that situation. I don't know what it is, yeah. but I hope that it turns out how it's supposed to turn out yeah. and things like that. And it's just looking at things like a different way because a lot of times I wouldn't do that. And that's what my dad told me after I got out of the hospital. He's because I was in the ICU and and uh, he just he said, I think everybody should just take a walk through the ICU. He said, even if you don't, don't know anybody there he said because that's when you realize life isn't bad of how bad it could be yeah and that's like dude like i i think back to it because i i forgot like all the things that i forgot and like when i was done like when i got that last surgery i broke down crying because i be, i was like really emotional for a handful of months i after can that. fucking imagine man and so they were just simple things like simple math, like five times four, five times five. And it's like, I would know the answers. I couldn't physically write it. Like in my head, I'm like, like my body, it just wouldn't make the connection. Wow. And so it's like, dude, I broke down. Cause I'm like, this is what I'm going to be like. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because I wrote raps and I'm like, I need to be able to write like <laughs> like I need yeah. like this is something that I need. Yeah, this is going to be a problem. Right. This yeah. is going to be a problem. But they're like, but the nurses and the doctors, they were all able to calm me down. They're like, look, like you had brain surgery. Yeah. Like this is going to take a bit. Yeah and, yeah, yeah. and there were a lot of things like for a long time where I was still like that I thought happened while I was in the hospital, but it was me like either hallucinating or just imagining it. Things that I was certain that happened. And then I brought them up to my wife. My wife's like, that never happened. Wow. I'm like crazy. Dude, the brain is fragile. <laughs> Dude, man. it's, it's nuts. And so, yeah, just like stuff like that. It's just like, 
yeah, that confirms your faith. Yeah, and, exactly. And that uh, there's something more, and and that's that's I've had numerous experiences, and not on that level, obviously, because, but I mean, you know, I've lived with a lot of people who. I've had a lot of sickness in my family, so okay. like I've seen like strong people deteriorate in front of me, and like I'm going through that now, and so it's like it's heartbreaking. Just, it is heartbreaking, and 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 it's those and it's those moments you get to share that I, that I, I truly appreciate now, and like and just and just it's made me thankful because I did not want to come back to Ohio. Mm. I wanted to live in California and forever, and I mean who doesn't? Right, but <laughs> um. But uh, you know, I ended up back here, and and I, I was super against it. And, but I tell my family now, it's like I'm so thankful that I'm here because I'm able to be there for my family in a way that I never. I mean, obviously, I would never be there for them physically when I was in California. But like, there, I'm there for my family in more ways than just right that I could imagine, and it's the most gratifying shit. And so I. I, when I look at religion and I, and I look at the positive things that it does, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah. You know, that makes sense. And there's a lot of interesting wisdom that comes from the Bible and the Quran and, and you know, the, the, all of the things. There's a lot of ancient wisdom and truisms that stay, that, that are very relevant. And, and mm. there's so much to learn. There's, like, philosophy, like, deep fucking philosophy in that shit. So it, it's a... To shun it all away, I think it would be a mistake in my hand. But uh, to get behind the white Jesus thing is just hard for me to deal with. So I'm not <laughs> dealing with that. Uh, but uh, but I, I know you got a dinner date, so we won't go on too much longer. But I would like to play the new single, if that's okay with yeah, you. please do. So um, please introduce the song. All right. So uh, this song is my first song off of my new album that I'm working on. I'm going to call it Half and Half. And because uh, I'm throwing in, I'm trying to sing a little bit more on this oh, one. Oh, shit. So a little bit of half of singing, half of rapping. All right. And uh, this is Throw a Little Party. Hope you like it. DJ Press Play. Yeah. It's for Le Mignon. Thinking about throwing a little party or something. I don't know. It's the weekend, got me thinking what to do. Tell the fam and the friends to come through Good food, good people, good vibes Add that up, it equals a good night Get some grub, get the groove The more I'm thinking, yo, I'm thinking that's a move So I call them all up, they say that they're in Then I realize what I just did Mess around and I threw a little party Mess around and I threw a little party Right place, right night, right time And if the neighbor's upset, then I gotta tell them sorry Mess around and I threw a little party Mess around and I threw a little party Right place, right night, right time And if the neighbor's upset, then I gotta tell him sorry Cornhole boards in the yard But if you wanna get a little cool You could either sip some lemonade Or take a dip in the pool And you could do whatever you like But if you wanna be inside We got the food and the snacks But you know that it isn't just that We got some games, real good music Turn it up to 10 if that's how you wanna do it But if you wanna sit and chat, that's cool Cause the jam's jumping outside too Wanna play some cards, you know you are able Maybe shoot a little stick, cause we got a pool table And you can do whatever you like Just make sure that you have a good night Then the time comes, people start to pull up Load it in the cars, load it in the trucks See the place and they say, that's tight I respond, say, yeah, it's quite a sight 
Fast forward and now a place is jumping People by the dozens, good times at a hundred Games being played, stories being made Everybody looking like they're glad that they came Eating all the food, even the chips and the dip When they all finished, started walking with a limp People feeling themselves like they should I just want everybody to feel good See people cracking jokes, people start to laugh It doesn't get much better than that Gotta ask, are you in a bad mood? Cause that'll change here, bada bing, bada boom Mess around and I threw a little party I mess around and I threw a little party Right place, right night, right time And if the neighbor's upset, then I gotta tell them sorry Mess around and I threw a little party Mess around and I threw a little party Right place, right night, right time And if the neighbor's upset, then I gotta tell them sorry And we're back and that's the that and after that heavy ass conversation, now you know that Filet can and can have a good time. Yeah. All right? <laughs> Even though he voted for Trump, he can still have a good time. Uh, <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, man. No, man. That again, I love these conversations. Me too. Me too. And and that's the same exact reason why I'm gonna I'm gonna have this kind of a, a public conversation with my ex co-host because he's such an ass like he is like <laughs> he is like teetering on the verge of like the worst of the Trump supporters because I'm sure that there's Trump supporters that you would want to just separate yourself oh, yeah. far yep. from, right? Yep. And, and he's not that yet, but like he's <laughs> on the verge of it. That uh, son of a bitch. And like he does alienate our friends too because we, we have the same friends because okay. of reggae and like, mm-hmm. and reggae is a very lefty type yeah, of right. vibe, you know? So. So it does alienate people, and people be like, "No, don't invite him," because I saw what he wrote on Facebook. I'm like, "He's actually awesome. He's a person. We we don't have to talk about fucking (laughs) Donald Trump as soon as he walks through the fucking door." Yeah, right. But for whatever reason, because because of his strong opinions on that, people are like, "Get the fuck out of here." Yeah. But he's like, he's the first one to to avoid it. Like. Mm On Facebook, he's a fucking troll. So fuck you, Oppie. You're a troll. But <laughs> but like in person, he is like, uh, he's not. He doesn't want to just sit that's, there and talk about yeah, Trump. Yeah, like that's no. not all he is. He's actually a very intelligent businessman who fucking who fucking yeah. has access to the best weed in fucking <laughs> California. So <laughs> I love him. But uh, anyways, uh, I, let's get you out of here, man. Filet Mignon, uh, I appreciate you coming on. When, when's the next time you? Uh, when the next time you're performing? What's your website? How can people get a hold of you? So if they want book you and such. My. Uh my next show is August sixteenth. I'm actually helping out another group, and so, so yeah. So I'll be uh, opening for that one. What's the group? August sixteenth. I think it's uh. This might oh, not be they, out by then. By they the call way. themselves um, Poppy Gang. Oh, okay. And so yeah, it was just it's just a group that I met like through all my rapping. Okay, and that's the thing that I love about rapping, dude. It's like Meeting it connects people. you with all different people that you wouldn't have connected. The with Poppy before. Gang, baby. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Are they really so, into heroin or something? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no no idea. We love heroin. Uh, okay, that's such a weird. Okay, and uh, how can you got a website? You got or a <laughs> Facebook? Thing? Actually, that's where I'm like falling behind a little bit. Oh, okay. I don't have a I don't have a website. Eh. But um, you got Facebook. Yeah, my my name's Phil Holtz. <laughs> my name's Phil Holtz and I'm running for yeah, governor. No. <laughs> no, that's the one thing. That's the one thing I'm like I don't want because. I'm sorry your name no. says 
I'm Phil Holtz and I'm running for governor. <laughs> running that's for what governor. that's what Phil Holtz says to me. I would never I would never go into politics. That's probably a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, it, you're you're too easily corruptible, Phil. I just I just <laughs> don't want it. And that's the thing with like politics, dude. Not to keep on going back to this, no, it's but okay. I, but I, whenever I'm in a conversation with somebody like that's the last thing I'm going to bring up. Yeah. If somebody asks me my opinion on it, I'll tell you. But they I want to have fun. I want to have a good night. I know, <laughs> and like that's the shitty thing because, because the same thing for me. I'm like, so, I used to be a super lefty liberal. Like I don't know what happened, but people like people can still have fun. Like this yeah, me, this is fun. Honestly. I'm having a blast. Like yeah. I like having these conversations. No, me too. But like even when I'm just like, I don't like the idea of not being able to say the things I want to say because I'm a fucking American, okay? Like right. I want to say things. Right. And I don't sit there and just say the N-word or whatever. It's not no, like that's right. not my MO. I'm not sitting out there spewing hate. But I don't, I don't, I don't like people telling me what I can and can't say. Right. And that's why I worked for myself. But, <laughs> fi- but uh, filet mignon, thank you so much, my man. Thank I appreciate you, it. I and appreciate fucking, it. And you enjoy those dollar tacos. Hey, I will. <laughs> All right, man. Good. All right, bye. Mr. Filet Mignon, everybody. Uh, go check out Filet Mignon this Friday, August 16th at Frankie's Inner City. He's going to be opening up for Poppy Gang, uh, if you didn't hear from the interview here. Uh, and also, our my good friend, our good friend, I guess, Sean Bailey will be down there as well, doing some ripping and rhyming. So go support. And Poppy Gang, whoever the fuck they are, the heroin-loving roving heroin loving gang of rappers they're roving because i think they're on tour i don't know okay we're, we're okay if you're in adrian michigan go check out uh, on the same day there friday the 16th go check out radio mystique and myself at hooligans grill uh, we're back at hooligans we love that place our little home away from home up in adrian adrian michigan and then you can catch us the next day at Levis Commons at their Fine Art Music, Fine Arts and Music Festival. I think that's what it is. But it's out at Levis Commons in Perrysburg, Ohio. We'll be out there from 4 to 6. I don't know really what to expect there. I think we're going to have a tent or something. I don't know. But we're going to be out there jamming some tunes. So come out and support the Fine Arts of Perrysburg. Um, also, that same night, the 17th, August 17, 2019, I will be with my good buddy Asa and Company. We'll be up at Dexter's um, in Toledo here. I think they're called Dexter's Poorhouse. Um, it's on the south end of Toledo. Google is very useful in this. <laughs> for this situation of finding where the fuck they are anyways uh yeah i'll be out there from 9 p.m he didn't really give me a time it was just sort of i'll be playing with asa in several things i've sort of signed on with my pal asa and if you don't know asa you should go check out the episode he's on which i don't remember the episode number but he's it's like from last year or something it's asa Danikin. he's an interesting feller 
So, uh, and, and a good pal and an old pal of mine. Anyways, I want to quickly talk about, cause I'm really fucking tired and I just want to go to bed, but I want to quickly talk about, uh, next week, which is the big two Oh Oh episode 200. If you're not up on your game, uh, you should be because the guest is fucking fire. So we'll be doing that. Uh, let's see next Wednesday. So what, when is that? I mean, you know, they just come out on Wednesdays, so what the fuck? I don't even know why I'm looking it up. I'm just, <laughs> I already started the motion of doing it, so that's what's happening. So the, the next next Wednesday, the 21st, August 21st, 2019, the 200th episode will be dropping. Now, I've been, I haven't been given any hints or anything. I just, all I said is the 200th episode was in the can, and, and that's about it. That's about all the hints I'm going to get. So I guess there was no real point of me even bringing it up other than to tell you to listen to it next week. But if you're listening to this episode, maybe you maybe you want to check it out. All I'm going to say is that uh, the band member is part of a band that you probably should know or you do know. They're a pretty internationally known band. And uh, they had a pretty big, some pretty big hits back in the 90s. So think grungy, folky, you know. None of that, huh? Uh, what? <laughs> none of that stuff. Like, <laughs> none of the, none of the Pearl Jam. Like, you know, it's not going to be any of that. Not, not that. It's that era, but not that. It's not that. Maybe it's a little bit before that. They might be from the 80s. Fuck. I don't even know. I'm sh- I know they started in the 80s. Okay. So I'm blathering. So good for you guys that you are. If you're still listening, then congratulations. Anyways, um, you can write the show at wespeakenglishgood at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Potential sponsor in the works. So watch out for that. Uh, I wasn't going to mention anything, but I think that's kind of exciting. So watch out for that. Uh, so you can write the show at wespeakenglishgood at gmail.com. Let us know what you're thinking. What did you think that, <laughs> what did you think of the fact that Filet Mignon is a avid Trump supporter? I don't know. Let me know <laughs> what you think. Uh, I li- You know what? I really enjoyed my conversation with, with Phil Holtz, which is Filet Mignon's real name. He, uh, it sounds like the name of some guy running for Congress or Phil Holtz here of Phil Holtz Refrigerating <laughs> and Coolant and I don't know, something else, something random, random, insert random idea there. Phil Holtz of Phil Holtz Air Conditioning tire sales and uh swimming pools i don't know yeah see it all works you can kind of keep just keep throwing in random stupid things okay that's enough out of me i am fucking over my own voice right now so uh uh be good to your fellow human beings hj's for everybody and uh you know uh go out there and and be your best you okay and and, and tune in next week for the 200th episode because that's happening okay guys bye